Hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome to episode two of the Black Tide Games Cast. My name is Chris Berto, your host for the evening. The other person in this podcast tonight will be, as always, Evan Berto, younger brother. And tonight, we're going to be discussing our favorite games of all time. Now, it's important to know that Evan and I are about seven years apart, if our math is correct. And as such, our tastes in games and what we look forward to in games and what we enjoy most about games is uh, quite different, drastically different. Um, We'll find out throughout the episode that the games that I hold near and dear to my heart are those with the uh, deep, deep stories, um, those story-driven games, these RPGs, The Witcher, the, uh, the Last of Us games, Uncharted games, things of that nature. Whereas Evan's a little bit more multiplayer-focused. Um, loves himself some like Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, and things of that nature. Um, multiplayer games. So he doesn't really like playing games solo, as we'll, we'll learn, as he'll discuss. There are a few exceptions, but even games such as, I believe he mentions Bloodborne, which is typically a single-player game. You ask him, he won't play it single-player. He plays it with uh, a group of friends with a multiplayer aspect, two or three people at a time, and they go through and they, they wreck shop. It's kind of his bread and butter. But if I tell you about it now, then you have no reason to listen to the episode. So do yourself a favor, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you. talking and we'd like to discuss between each other our favorite we said top five but it might be hard to narrow it down so we're gonna say our top maybe at least three video games of all time and i'm gonna start and i'm gonna start backwards i'm actually gonna start with my number one because the one that's in the forefront of my brain favorite game of all time and i i went back and forth on this trying to decide what makes a game my favorite game is it a game that I have played probably more than any other game? Is it a game that if I could only play one game for the rest of my life that I would want to be this game? Or what, you know, I, I went back and forth trying to figure out what would what quantifies as my favorite game of all time. And when it came down to it, the game that if you would have asked me trivia on, I could answer just about everything. I got involved in uh, not only just the game, but there was books written on it, and there are several iterations of the game, and there are sequels, and there are this, and there are that, and there's different genres of the game. And the short answer is Warcraft, and the long answer is World of Warcraft, specifically the first probably three or four expansions. Um, I played Warcraft from its initial beta release at the end of 2003, nonstop till about 2000 and we'll say eight no. or nine oh, God. Um, I played a lot I played a lot so much that Blizzard um, keeps track of your in-game playtime which is how much time you've played physically logged into the world across your multiple characters and I had lots of characters each at max level and every time a new expansion pack came out I I play it non-stop and get to max level and we'd raid and you know all the kind of good stuff and I have, to this day, and I haven't played now in several years, but well over, and I mean over, a solid year plus of my life logged into the World of Warcraft. 
as in 365 actual physical days worth of time sitting in front of a computer logged into a game playing it. Now that in and of itself is, is one reason for me to call it my favorite game of all time. But the other reason is what I did in that year and some change in my life logged into the game. I have made real world friends that I communicate with to to this day that I play games with still on the PlayStation um, and the PC. Uh, we still play games together. Um, I met my, it's not a good thing, but my ex-wife, but, you know, met uh, uh, one of my wives uh, through World of Warcraft. Um, I have memories of Warcraft that will probably, I'll, I'll probably never forget. Uh, I remember when we took down major raid bosses for the first time when they were still new, when it was like a server first, like we were the first guild on the server to take down, you know, these big raid bosses and, you know, you spend nights and hours and hours at a time going after these bosses and you wipe and you wipe and you wipe at one percent you wipe at one percent and you just you know you're getting frustrated and all this kind of good stuff and then you guys do it your guild gets together and everything just clicks and bam the boss goes down and team speak or vent or whatever uh, voice communication software your particular guild used you know the flavor of the week as it was um ex explodes and people just lose their shit and I'll never, I will never, ever, 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 ever forget those moments. And that, for me, simply, World of Warcraft is easily, hands down, my favorite game of all time. Add into that the fact that, you know, all the books, I've read all the books and all the lore. Uh, I love Blizzard games in general, love their artwork. It's just, it's old now, it's it's over 10 years old, you know, I, I could never go back to playing it. I could never get back into the subscription feed type of thing. If the game went free to play, I probably still couldn't play it because the, it, what made the game what it was is the people I played with. And again, it's 10 years old and people have moved on and I've got a wife now and a kid and all that kind of stuff. And I could probably never get back into it. But if it was free to play, you know, maybe I'd dick off and I, I log on for a couple, for a couple of hours and I see what the newest thing is and go from there. But, but um, yeah, World of Warcraft is, is Chris's favorite game bar none of all time and if they ever make a sequel world of warcraft 2 or warcraft 4 because i played the rts's first that's how i got involved into the uh story um those would probably jump up on my list real quick because i just love that universe and and the characters created and warcraft kind of world of warcraft kind of broke a lot of the characters but the book still exists and it's great so for me that's number one that's my number one game of all time so everyone what about you so first off being that that's your number one, you must be stupid excited for the movie coming out. You would think. I'm very scared for the movie because at the end of the day, it is still a video game movie, and I can I count on think. one hand, right, how many have ever come out that have been good. So, uh, I, but I am curious. I, I will be seeing it. Maybe not in theaters right away, but I will, I will be seeing that movie because uh, I'm curious to see how they did. But continue. Um, well... Unlike you, I'm not going to start with number one, just for the sake of building up suspense and <laughs> things like that. Um, wholeheartedly, I can say my number three favorite game of all time, and we're going to get some positive feedback, some negative feedback from anybody who views this, but it's going to be my beloved Bloodborne game. A new game? Um, Interesting. Yes, yeah, new game. It's just stupid difficult which normally not my cup of tea but you get a good friend with you you know what you're doing you're gonna get 
just ripped apart by this game and spit out, which can be said about any of the Soul series. However, this is where we're going to probably get chewed up. I don't give two shits about any other Soul game. Um, but Bloodborne just stood out to me. The Victorian era, the monsters, you know, for example, the first boss just is actually optional, the Cleric Beast, and it just captures you right from the moment where you throw your controller to the wall, what have you. But when you finally beat anything, boss, mini-boss, just random dog in the corner, there's such a sense of satisfaction that you earned it. And that's why I absolutely loved it. I unlocked a hard hat. I don't care about that right now. Talking about Bloodborne. Um, it's actually going to be part of the next cosplay I do with my friend for Anime Boston. So, yes, it's a big thing. Um, number two, I actually had... To, I had a hard time deciding on number two, being it came down to two slightly older games, and the only reason I made the decision I did was because I actually have access to one of the two. The second game, unfortunately, I don't have, nor do I have the system to play it, and I don't personally like to deal with emulators, just a lot of hassle. So, the one that missed out by a hair is actually... Mario Sunshine for the GameCube. Now, some people liked it, some people didn't. You know, I missed the transition to 3D with Mario 64, so for me, the first Mario game in 3D was Sunshine. The world and everything was just beautiful. The only thing that didn't make sense was Baby Bowser saying Peach was his mom. Hmm. And then she, like, she like somewhat believes it. She's like, um... Maybe, huh? Like, how drunk were you, for how, and for how long were you? Don't remember popping a spiny turtle out your hoo-ha. Time for gamer time of time for gamer confession. Post SNES, I have never played to completion or, in some regards at all, any of the 3D Mario games. I well, never had same, a 64. You know, well, I never had a GameCube. I missed out Mario 64. I missed out on Sunshine and Galaxy. And well, you also missed out on all the Mario parties, then. I missed out on Mario Party. Which might have been a better beneficial thing for you. You kept your friends. I kept my friends, yes. Well, I lost oh, them to other means. You've never played Mario Kart. Oh, I've played Mario Kart. Okay, I've. When I say well, Mario I 3D games, I mean Mario titles. It is a Which Mario game, bad. not right. So, um, all right. Anyway, so, so that's your number that. two. Well, that was the one that I that missed out on number two. So that is your that is your honorable mention. That's honorable mention, exactly. The real number two is actually a, in my opinion, a classic from the original Xbox. Some people may know it. Most fans of this. How did I miss that jump? Uh, um, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic one. Ah, uh, yes. Not, not the free-to-play nope. PC one. The OG. The original one where it started everything. If I remember correctly, and I'm probably wrong, it started on the Xbox first and got ported to the PC afterwards. You might be correct, and I can't fact-check you live. 
Yeah, I know. Neither can I. That's why I'm just gonna stick to my. Yes, it was the first one. I don't know. Um, but just the world was so immersive. You got to choose light side, dark side, which was something I have never experienced in any game. This is a time. horrible game of Rocket League, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, it's going better than most of our matches. Um, but so Knights of the Republic, and I'm not sure if I should be putting like a spoiler warning. It, you know, it's, the game's ten years it. old. It's ten years old. If you haven't heard of it, it doesn't matter. Everybody who has heard of it knows the ending and knows what I'm about to say. There was a twist in the game. You know, aside from the whole light side, dark side, you spend this whole time just chasing after the Star Forge, finding star maps, basically following in the, the Sith Lord and his apprentices footsteps, trying to just figure out what's going on. Turns out, Darth Revan, in my opinion, the best Sith Lord, period, out the end, no ifs and buts about it, dies fighting some Jedi, he's turned on by his apprentice, that, you know, just, that's how the Sith do. No big, no deal. Um, but, you know, so you come across Malak, your companions get captured, nothing you can do, you fight him on your own, then he just drops this bombshell that Revan never died. He was taken by the Jedi, had his mind erased, and dun dun dun, you're Revan. Which, aside from being a mind, just total mind fuck, the fact that, again, I was in 8th grade when this happened, the fact that the villain that I ended up being has almost the same name as me blew my mind. <laughs> uh, I will succeed uh, with one caveat. Uh, if, you, if, if Maul doesn't get to be counted as a Sith Lord because he's not, he's the greatest Star Wars villain. Wait, who? Darth Maul? Darth, no, Maul. Oh, and he was—he's the best he, part of the prequels, and he got killed off prematurely. That's no, another topic. No, he didn't. Yes, I know. Another topic. Die. I know. Another topic. Another topic for another episode day. Episode three. Episode three. We'll talk about Star Wars. So we'll geek out on Star Wars. Works for me. Like comment. Like comment. Share if you want to geek out about Star Wars. It'll be a uh, lot longer episode. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna interject real quick and go before we get off tangent like we did last week. I'm gonna jump in well, and give you my. Oh, I got exploded. And give you. Yep, I saw the boom. Oh my god! And give you my number two, which number two and number three are probably going to be out of order. I'm going to say original NES Contra, the original OG Contra, what started the Konami wasn't, Code. Wasn't Contra is, originally an arcade game. It may have been, but not for me. For me, my favorite version of the okay. game is the is the NES version the very first contra one not any of the other side ones no the original contra on the nes um that game is one of the first games um my that i owned on on my nes um one of the first games i ever f completed and doing so without the the contra code the cheat the 99 lies up up down down left right left right ba select start the konami code which is it works. Well, the Konami uh, well, code. It's everywhere. Um, well, that game I, I spent missed. so much time with. Um, me and my my older younger brother, um, we play that game and we just it's just the one that we we played all the time. Um, we we beat it probably on a semi weekly basis oh for shits and giggles because we could. Um, 
I know maybe the first half of that game, front and back, you know, know the map layout. If I had any artistic skill at all, I could probably draw it out for you on graph paper, but I, I can't, so I won't. Um, but the the original NES version of Contra, because I, I can't, again, I don't know which if it was an uh, arcade game first, but um, that is, we'll, we'll call that number two. Okay, well, back to my number two of KOTOR. Um, you know, you seem to be talking a lot about time spent in the game. It's just now, it's just a game that I have fond two, memories of. Well, my first two playthroughs of Star Wars: Knights of the Republic, you know, dark side, light side, because you can't just you can't just do one. No, sir. You don't, you don't get a good game if you stay neutral, because it at the it's end boring. of it you just kind of well, no, not that. Um, it's definitely interesting throughout it, but then you just kind of get force fed one of the endings. Right. And yeah. You don't get to choose. Right. So it's like, oh, he was 52% light side. Yeah. Okay, you're going to get the light side ending. Nah, something. Like, there's no middle of the road. Um, but BioWare fixed all that shit with, like, the mass effect and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, gameplay, you know, first I did Dark Side because that's just how I do, being, you know, a big fan of the Sith. Um,. Really changed that mindset once I found out about Raven. Um, so 17 hours dark side, about 21 hours light side, but I just recently started a new playthrough of it, and I've already spent 19 hours playing this game, and I have only made a dent into Tatooine because I'm trying to do every single side mission and defeat everything. So it's, you know, my entire original playthrough has not even gotten me through Tatooine. I just bought HK-47, who's the best droid in the entire universe. Huh. Meat bag. Um, <laughs> I almost now, didn't catch that. Yeah, so now you're at your third, and I'm at my number one. Well, I, I haven't got to go. To you go. You don't get to go twice in a row. No, no. No, 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 you just did. You you went through it. Okay, you're right, you're right, Contra, and you did KOTOR, so what is I your number that. one game of all time? Okay, and we're going to so, keep this short because we're running long. Yeah, I know. Um, number one game of all time is Pokemon Crystal. Okay. Crystal? Now, I don't yeah, think Crystal. I'd have known anybody to play that version of Pokemon. Here's why. I always prefer the third one of all... Yes. I always prefer the like the third one, like Pokemon Yellow over Red and Blue, Crystal over Silver and Gold, uh, Pokemon Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire, so on and so forth, because you get the whole experience. Um, being that I can go ahead and I can catch Lugia, Ho-Oh, the three dogs, not worry about it. But the reason why this one stands out from every other Pokemon game, even the newer ones, you need to exit the game. Badges. Exit the game. Exit the game. You did. Okay, good. Continue. Sorry. 16 badges. 16 badges. Two uh, areas. Got Kento, Johto. Just, you beat the Elite Four twice. And then, once everything is said and done, you go up to Mount Silver and you fight Red. The motherfucker you were in the first game. So you beat the first game. You went on a high note. Guess what? Now you get a chance to beat him. You beat what you made, and that alone takes so much time and skill to get to red, 
let alone to beat him. Because guess what? He's got a, he's got everything. He's got his Pikachu. He's got his Blastoise. He's got every single thing under the sun. And they just they programmed him to automatically respond to whatever the fuck you put out. You put out a, you put out your Charizard. Don't matter. He's got his Blastoise. It's going to use fucking Hydro Pump. Huh. So you have to earn that shit. You know, I, I don't mean to cut you off. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about Pokemon, and they were saying the way Blastoise is spelled could be mistaken for a French word, and every time I see Blastoise, I now pronounce it Blastois. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just going off of what they said in the anime. They said Blastoise. Oh, yeah. No, Blastoise. no, no, no. I'm, it's a... Uh, never mind. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm... Um, so that's my absolute Pokemon number game one favorite game of all time. time. All right. Well, yes. if I'm going to end cap this thing and say my number, I guess I'm going backwards. So for me, it would be my number three. I have to cheat. I have to cheat, and I'll tell you why. Because I can. I'm I'm taking a double mulligan, and I'm going to list two games, and they are franchises, and I could not pick between the two. I love them. I am going to end this podcast by saying this. The Mass Effect Trilogy. I am super, super excited for Andromeda. Um, I cannot wait to see what, what Bioware does with this. And I will oh, be very shocked. Ah, this is my time. I will be very, very shocked. Complimenting your decision. Very shocked if they don't somehow link. Because they said, because the, the word Andromeda is not just the title, it's also proven that, hey, we're in another galaxy. We're out of the Milky Way galaxy, so all the characters that you know don't exist in this one. That's why, you know, it's not Shepard's story. It's a whole new group of people, whole new galaxy, right? The Andromeda galaxy. So, but I would be very shocked if there isn't some kind of um, mechanism or mechanic nah, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't link it towards the, towards the other one. They, I, I'd be very shocked if there isn't. And then the other one that I said I'm calling a mulligan on is the you Witcher. Blew me up. I did not. Is the there's another Batmobile? Is the Witcher series? Um, I loved Witcher one, which was only available on PC. I've played it multiple times. Uh, Witcher two, which I played on the which well I played all the Witchers on PC, but it was it was made available on the uh, Xbox 360. Never came to PS3, I don't believe. Um, and then most recently, I've played uh, Witcher 3, and I'm waiting. I don't know if it's out yet. I don't think it is. The final expansion pack, uh, Blood and Wine, which will add another 20-plus hours. And again, it's not about you know time in the uh, game. It's just I love that universe. And much like Warcraft, I've read the books and very invested in the lore. Um, and, and again, same thing with uh, Mass Effect. Read the books. Love those universes. So my number three is a franchise tie for the Mass Effect universe and the Witcher universe. Uh, I couldn't, if I had to pick one, I don't know which one it would be. So that's it. That is uh, the Brothers Berto. Well, as an honorable mention, yes, I go ahead. If you're, doing, if you're doing a franchise, sure. List, I'm going to have to toss up Monster Hunter franchise. Now, now that's a Nintendo I, franchise, correct? Now it is. Right. Originally, it was Sony. It, you know, it's made by Capcom. It's originally started out on the PlayStation 2, and I joined the boat for the second console system that they went to, which was the PSP for Monster Hunter Freedom, Monster Hunter Freedom 2, Freedom Unite, and then it switched over to the Nintendo Wii, 
Um, so my turn to try, and then the 3DS, the Wii U, so on and so forth. And just to count my hours from one of these games, I had spent an entire summer with my best friend just slaughtering creatures. And <laughs> I think the final tally was 500 hours went into one game in one summer. That's not including all the ones I listed that I've played. That's a lot of hours. All right. Yeah. We're, we're going to wrap it up. That has been our top three slash four and a half slash couple of mulligans. <laughs> favorite games of all time. My favorite games. Uh, again, my, my name is Chris. The, the deep voice man is my younger brother, Evan. And this is the PS4 Play Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Till next time.